1: hello guys and welcome back to bake off undress my name is matt aka topless baker and i'm going to give you a little bit of background on me before we before we kick things off so i am a youtuber and instagram i'm actually a self-taught baker i basically spent a lot of time in my 20s cooking at the weekends and basically spending all my life baking different tarts and teaching myself how to cook. And one of the things that I love about cooking and baking is the TV shows around it, and particularly The Great British Bake Off, which is a fantastic TV show that we break down here every single week on Bake Off Undressed. And this is the third episode of The Great British Bake Off. And it was Bread Week this week, season nine, episode three. And we're going to be breaking down everything that happened in last night's episode. But today... I am joined by a very special guest because we can't really do a bake-off podcast without having someone on the podcast who's been in the tent themselves. So I am actually going to be joined by the contestant, Benjamina. Benjamina, who is also known as Baked by Benji from season seven, who was a quarter finalist. I mean we've got some we've got some big dogs in here today on Bake Off Undress. So we're gonna to talk to talk to Benji coming up, but I thought I'd do a little recap on what just happened in bread week so we had three challenges this week we had the first one which was the chelsea buns and dan got another handshake we talked about this last week because paul was dishing out handshakes like there was like they were cheap but he dished out another handshake to paul and terry terry everyone was just loving terry because He nailed it. Terry did a great job. We were kind of really worried about Terry, and then he pulled it back. And then the second segment was the shortest technical ever in the history of the Great British Bake Off. They had one hour to make garlic naans, a non-yeasted garlic naan, just in case you wanted to know if they were going to use yeast or not. And then finally, something that I didn't really know how to pronounce, they made a teared coravine. Someone's going to correct me. Tweet me. Hashtag Bake Off Undressed. And you can tell me that I've said it completely wrong. And the judges... The judges were pretty ruthless here, but we had Star Baker two weeks in a row. Rahul, everyone was really tweeting a lot about Rahul. It was an emotional episode, to say the least, for him. But, anyways, that was a little recap of what just happened. I would like to welcome in Benjamin, a baked by Benji. Who actually, before you went on the Great British Bake Off, Benji, I was following you on Instagram. I remember when you announced you were going on Bake Off, and I turned around to my girlfriend. I said, "Oh my goodness." Benji is going on Bake Off a He Here you are now. Welcome to the podcast.
2: Oh, hey. Hey, Matt. Thanks for having me.
1: It's, it's a pleasure. I'm sorry. I didn't actually mention that I am in New York. I'm not joined by you in London. I'm here in New York filming with Food Network. So we're not actually side by side. We're doing this like <laughs> telekinetically across That's the great. internet. You're in spirit. So so how are you doing? How do you enjoy this week's episode?
2: I'm good. I, I enjoyed this one. I think Bread Week is always a tough one. I always really kind of cringe watching Bread Week because there's just not enough time to do anything. Um, but it was a good episode. It's a good one.
1: And you did Bread Week yourself, obviously. Was, was it week four for you, or was it was it later on in when you were on the show?
2: I think it was week three actually. I think it was Ooh. same. I remember just dreading it. I just thought if I can get past Bread Week, I'll be okay.
1: And I should know because I should have done my research. But how did you fare? Did you, how did you do on the technical and the showstopper?
2: I did all right. I mean, I I made, I think my showstopper like pulled out of the bag for me because my my signature was like underbaked. My technical (laughs) was kind of in the middle. And so I needed that showstopper to just smash it. I like how you you used the word
1: need there, needed, needed, a little pun there (laughs) on the (laughs)
2: bread.
1: So, um, every week on the show, Benji, we talk about your your favourite moment and your not so favourite moment, also known as your icing on the cake and your soggy bottom moment. So, from this week's episode, what what was your icing on the cake? What really what got you going for this this week's episode?
2: I think it has to be just well, just everything to do with Rahul. He is so far <laughs> my favourite. I don't want to have favourites too early, but he is really just someone who's sending out. He's just so sweet and just so innocent in a weird way and I think when he um when he saw the, the pheasant in the corner and got distracted that was yeah that was a real highlight so I love 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 Rahul
1: I just love that he was apologizing despite absolutely nailing every single challenge Paul was like this is the greatest thing I've ever tasted in my life he goes I'm so sorry I am so sorry <laughs>
2: Just thinks it's going to be so bad and it just turns out complete opposite so I, I really really like him i hope he grows with confidence as well
1: i think now he said at the end he said i think i can bake it's like yes rahul you've just got star baker from probably one of the hardest tv shows in the world to win and you just got it two weeks in a row so dude you can bake
2: you can definitely you can definitely bake rahul so yeah i want him to go all the way
1: and did you have a, a soggy bottom moment so you're probably your most cringeworthy or your painful moment of today's episode
2: I think it might have been Anthony because I also really really liked Anthony and when I saw him take out I think it was his show stuff but when he pulled it out of the oven it was just clearly very very burned that was my heart my heart fell for him and I think from then that moment I knew he was he was he was gone
1: his attitude though throughout the whole thing he was he always had a smile on his face like even if it was going oh. wrong he was loving it mm.
2: Mm, yeah such a good attitude really really cool guy and his tears at
1: the end when he got kicked off i was pretty pretty close to crying actually
2: it was emotional i really
1: liked me (laughs) it was very very emotional see for me my soggy bottom and i think every week we probably bring up terry but terry oh we like he teed the nation up it was like right terry he nails the the chelsea bun he then yep. nails the second one, which was the naan bread. They looked really good, mm-hmm. by the way. And then, he, and then he gets out his terracotta pots and he, he proves the bread for 15 like minutes. minutes.
2: I mean, yeah, that was just never going to be a good idea. That, that was is ludicrous.
1: Work, for anyone ever making bread or listening to this podcast, proving bread for 15 minutes is a slap in the face to the loaf of bread that you're about to make because <laughs> you just can't do it. That yeast, you are giving it no time to do its thing. It just is okay. not going to work.
2: So he's going to look back on that and just think, what on earth was I thinking? Which is a shame. And but, Paul
1: Paul just wanted to end him right there when he said, oh yeah, I just approved it for 15 minutes. Paul was like, no, you're done. You're done.
2: Bad idea. <laughs>
1: so how long were you baking for before you, you applied or went on or went on the bake-off? Because it's it's quite a big thing to, to apply for the bake-off and have kind of the confidence to go on.
2: I think I've been baking for quite a few years. So I was 23 when I did it. Um, so I've been baking for about since I was about a teenager um, but just like really low-key casual baking like nothing fancy but I think when I got to uni was when I took it a lot more seriously and just kind of experimented more and it kind of just went from there and I thought well why not why not apply this like one of my favorite shows the worst they will say is no so I just kind of went for it
1: was there anyone that kind of pressured you into it, like friends saying Benji you make the best damn chocolate cake please go on the bake-off
2: I think to be fair, none of my friends actually even watched Bake Off. What? <laughs> they didn't really know what was.
1: So there they have this like famous friend who's an incredible baker, and they say, "What? What are you, what are you going on the, the Bake Off?" I Never
2: really watched it until I was on it. Um, so no, like no one. I think a few people have mentioned, "Oh, you should try going on." But I just, you know, you never think you're as good as you are. You're always just like, "Oh, I'm not that good. Oh, I couldn't possibly do it." And um, so yeah, I think. A few hours before the deadline, I just downloaded the form and was like, do you know what? Oh, you They're left not- it
1: to the last minute. You went down to yeah. the wire.
2: Um, I just thought, why not? The, wor- the worst they will say is not this year. And then no one has to. I didn't tell anyone. I thought, if I don't get on, then no one will know. Just
1: and wh- me. What does that it's- application involve? Because I've I've looked at it before. I, I can't go on because apparently you can't go on if you've been paid to bet. Which is unfortunate because yeah. people are like Matt, you need yeah. to go on. Anyways, apparently it's it's pretty intense. Like not only do you have to apply, but then you have to actually physically bake for judges, like producers, and you have to they test your recipes before you even make it on.
2: Yeah, it's quite an, it's quite an intense process just to get into the tent. Which is why I have so much respect for any even like the baker who goes off first week. Just to get to that point in itself is such a massive achievement, and like the public don't get to see like what happened up until that which is a shame but um yeah it's a really it's an intense process
1: (laughs) so i i've been lucky through this this career shall we call it to meet quite a lot of you guys from the bake-off and one person i've met is matt riley were you on the same season as matt was that difference? No, I've met him,
2: he's really cool. Yeah, he
1: is awesome and he he just had some brilliant stories because one of the application processes, he had to bake a loaf of bread, like you know, bread week so he was making bread and they said, Oh wow, we really we really love this bread. What recipes did you use? He goes, I use Paul Hollywood's recipe." <laughs> So he just turned up to the application having used Paul Hollywood's bread recipe. Bread. That's the
2: way which, to get through.
1: <laughs> and, a, and a lot of people, I bet when you meet them, they ask you, you know, like, should I go on? What advice would you give me? What, what would you tell someone that's an aspiring great British bake offer?
2: I mean, the first thing I always say is go for it. Just don't overthink it. Just apply and just see where it takes you. But um before then, I'd, I'd say, I don't know, like, think about what what you enjoy of baking like what style what do you like cakes do you like pies um consider maybe like having a blog where you can keep all your recipes in one place I find that really really helpful just to kind of keep track of everything I was doing and also it's a really cool way to see that progress that you've made because um, it's easy to kind of forget how much you've improved in baking especially when things go wrong so having a blog is a great way to have your recipes in one place see how much you've improved and just a good way to try different things and Kind of find that baking community online, which is really cool as well. It is. It so, is weird.
1: There is this baking community online, isn't it? Like I think I have. I think I probably have five friends that I can count on my fingers that are close friends, and then I have hundreds online I've never physically met.
2: It's so 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 weird. I have a lot of baking friends I've just literally met on Instagram or on Twitter, and. Yeah, it's like we've been friends for years and years. And some of them I never even met, which is a bit weird. But It's weird yeah. when you
1: meet someone and they go, oh, hi, topless baker. Hi, Benji. And you're like, oh, I really don't know who you are. I really don't know who you are. Please remind me. <laughs> so the next section of our show is That Takes the Cake, where we, we call out some things that have been happening on social. And Great British Bake Off Twitter is a big thing that we talk about every week. And there, there were a few of my favorites that I, I want to talk about because last week we were talking about some of the brands that get involved. And if you heard last week's episode, Tesco were getting quite heavily involved in the Twitter sphere. And this one is a little shout out to Innocent. So, Innocent Smoothies, if you want to come on the show, you're more than welcome to come on Bake Off and Dress because whoever runs your Twitter is a genius. So, obviously, we've talked about Terry who was having an absolute Monster around until the end, where he had a little bit of he got himself in a pickle. But when he won that second challenge, the Naan bread challenge, they tweeted saying, Terry has won a challenge. We repeat, Terry has won a challenge. Tomorrow is a national holiday. And people were just going wild that Terry had finally won something. And I just loved that tweet. <laughs> One thing I did this week, Benji, is I, I asked some people to ask you some questions. So I did a little shout out on Instagram and Twitter, and I got people to ask you a couple questions. So I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to shout them out and we'll do a little bit of a quick fire thing here where you can, you can see what, what you have to say. So Megan Helberg said, what was the biggest thing that you've learned from being on the show?
2: I think being confident in your own skills is a massive, massive one. I think, and like, just as we can see from like Rahul, it's so easy to kind of doubt yourself and think, "Oh, I can't do that," and just apologise for everything. But I think I've just learned to have confidence in like my own abilities and say, "Yeah, I can. I can bake. Actually, I'm a good baker," and not apologise for that. Um, so yeah, confidence in your baking is important. I would say.
1: And if and anything did depressing. go wrong in the tent, was there was there ever anyone there to save you? Like, I don't know, let's say you drops your batter on the floor do you just have to remake it or is it you know is there anyone sneakily there to help you
2: you know you would literally have to start again like have no. a bit of a cry together and get going again what if yeah. you need
1: like equipment like oh i need a, i need another bowl or a whisk because there's someone to help you with that or no you just have to run That's and go again yeah,
2: so there's loads of runners who like behind the scenes who you don't see who are absolutely amazing because any more ingredients if you need more eggs they just literally run and get whatever you need so they are a little like fairies who help us are
1: amazing. That's the bits you don't see. And then AJ Howard asked, How many times did you practice your signature showstopper before? Because a lot of people they'll they they say they go to the showstopper and they say, Oh, yeah, I practiced at home, but I didn't time myself, or oh, I haven't put the elements together. <laughs> did you did you practice any of yours, or were there some weeks in the contest where you just, you just didn't practice at all and you went in totally rogue? Yeah.
2: I think we all, like, going into it, we all have the idea that we are going to practice, like, 10 times, 20 times, 30 times. But the reality is, like, you're working, as you're filming, like, you're working your full-time job. You just don't have, you just have, like, your evenings and your weekends to practice. And some weeks are just really busy, so you don't actually have as much time as you'd like. So I think for the signatures, I mostly was able to practice most of them. But for the showstoppers, where it's, like, a five-hour challenge, I just did not have five hours after work start baking bread so you kind of like roughly do it and kind of say yeah that that kind of works that kind of works i can do the elements but it was really hard to kind of fit in those really long showstopper challenges and practice so um the intention was there but most weeks was a bit of a kind of wing it and see how it goes
1: how does the filming work so do you film like a friday saturday or you know do you have to take a day off work how does the scheduling of it all work
2: it, it changes most weeks so it just could be like just two days a week and you just like, go down, film, and then come back up. So it was very kind of, yeah, it wasn't always weekends, just two days during the week. So you'd have to take time off work, um, which was quite intense, but yeah, we got through it.
1: And does anyone recognize you when you're out and about on the street? Does anybody come up to you and be like, I, I recognize you from somewhere, but I can't quite place it? <laughs>
2: Yeah, yeah, yeah. When when the show was on, it was a lot more kind of oh, Regina. but now it's definitely oh. Like, do we <laughs> do you know
1: you? Did we go to like, school where together?
2: Work? Where do you work? Who's your mom? And I'm just like oh my gosh. Just if I if I have like if I've got the energy, I'll be like oh, I'm just incredible. but if um, if I just can't be, I say, oh I don't know, I
1: don't know. Oh, so you you actually blank them? You say oh no no, <laughs> you're just not bothered to go into it.
2: If I'm not in the mood, because it can actually be really awkward to say, oh, it's from the run from the make-off. It's just a bit like, I don't know, a bit full of yourself sometimes.
1: And then they're always really nice and they say, I wanted you to win. (laughs) yeah you're 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 always their favorite weren't you i i actually bumped into someone this morning i was getting i was getting breakfast from a bagel store in new york and he goes you're um you're that guy that uh is tapas right and i was like yeah and he goes i really like your videos i was was just thinking have you actually ever seen the videos like i'm not sure i believe you and then he shook my hand and just walked off i said this is so awkward (laughs) I feel like I need to then make a relationship with them. I want to say, "What's your name?" You know, "What do you do?"
2: <laughs> do you like to bake? Do you,
1: yeah. What's your favorite video? That's the that's the best one. Is like, What's your favorite video of mine? And then they say, uh, "Um, uh," and then they then they then you catch them out. That's it. <laughs> so the next segment of our show, Benji, which is our most controversial one, which we've had some interesting answers week to week, is Spoon, Fork, Knife. And this is a little a little play on the game, which is kiss, marry, kill. But we don't kill on this show. Bake Off, Undress, we're a little, bit, a little bit calmer than that. So Spoon is someone you might want to hug, or I think I know what your answer is going to be that. And then Fork is, yeah, we won't explain Fork here. Um, and then Knife is someone that you just want to maybe axe from the show, that you... You're maybe not enjoying them as a character, but not in a malicious way. So, do you want to give me your spoon? Who do you want to spoon this week?
2: Oh, I'd love a big hug from Rahul for I'm sure. I, yeah, he's just yeah, ten out of ten. Definitely, I'm,
1: I'm I'm spooning spooning Rahul, and I just I just want to give him that. Comp- I want him to come out next week roaring. Like, imagine if he was just on fire next week, full of yes. confidence. Yeah,
2: yeah, I'm sure he'll get Starbaker again next week. Do you I'm think? Just, yeah. I'm that confident in him. <laughs> you're that
1: conf- you're a betting lady. You're that confident. Alright, I'm I'm interested to I'm am interested to see if that happens. And then who would you fork if you're gonna if you're gonna fork anyone? And it doesn't have to be in a sexual way, don't you? you don't have to take it like that. <laughs> yeah,
2: we, we won't take it like that. Um oh I don't know. I can barely remember everyone's names, to be
1: honest. See, I'm I'm still forking Dan. Dan is my favourite. Dan was it's, just hey,
2: Dan's your guy.
1: Dan is just everything he does, I just love it. he was checking the temperature of the bread with his thermometer. He got another handshake, his little flowers yeah. on the bread were so cute. I just Dan, I'm forking you, all right? Because you are brilliant. He is he's my favourite. I've got I think I need a special segment in this show every week of just the Dan appreciation moment.
2: <laughs>
1: Do you wanna axe anybody from the show? Obviously Anthony went this week who you Obviously, you didn't really you didn't really want him to go. Was there anyone else you thought should have gone that you you would prefer be gone instead of Anthony? Oh,
2: do you know? What? I think Anthony was the right person to go. In all fairness, as much as I love him, he was the right person. Um, who else was in the bottom? Bright, Brianne? She was in the. Was she in the bottom? Wasn't she?
1: She was. She she's was. She's but been a, bit of a superstar. Quite like
2: her. I think. Yeah, I think Anthony was the right person to be knifed. That
1: <laughs> he was the right person to be knife." so if you guys yeah. listening have any 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 ideas on who you want a knife spoon fork spoon fork knife i got the i got the variation of it totally wrong you can tweet us or just message us hashtag bake undressed i did say i could hear your tweets earlier and someone laughed at me i can't hear your tweets i just i just read them so don't worry about that and Benji tell us a little bit about what you're what you're doing now post bake-off because I think that's one really interesting thing that I wasn't know want to know about tv stars it's like oh what are they they doing now with their lives
2: yeah I mean it's been a bit of a whirlwind to be honest but in a good way yeah so two years ago I think like straight after bake-off you're kind of like what do I do this is all new this weren't you going to be a um, teacher
1: you were going to be a math teacher am I right
2: yeah I was going to start my teacher training to ah, be a math teacher which is <laughs> thinking looking at it now I'm like oh my gosh that would not have been fun really at all <laughs> yes yeah, so I'm glad I'm happy with what I do now which is just a lot of stuff within food which is really really varied my weeks are always really different so, a mix of like food styling, um, like recipe development, um, like brand PR stuff, like social media bits. Um, I work with, I'm an ambassador for a social enterprise called Luminary Bakery. Oh my goodness, and, uh, can we
1: talk about that? Because their cinnamon yes. rolls
2: <gasps> are, are to die for. Best in London. Like, if you're everything.
1: in London and you need a cinnamon roll, go to Luminary Bakery because, oh. I did a video there for my YouTube channel and it was, they were just so good and they're so cute. All the people behind the kitchen, they were letting me get in there making some biscuits and decorating cakes. And you have a few special cakes and recipes on their menu, right? That you developed.
2: Yeah. yeah. I've got the Benjamina, which you can get. Benjamina. (laughs) Oh,
1: look (laughs) at you. (laughs) You have made it in life. So what's in the Benjamina?
2: So that is, um, it's a tray bake and it's a pear honey and almond tray bake.
1: Ooh, so why why did you pick that is that and it got any significance to you of the pears and the honeys and the and a tray bake as well which is a, interesting
2: i love a good tray bake because it's just it's quite easy to put together and you can you know it's like it's good for like big portions and i think i just i love like just really light really fle- fresh oh fresh flavors and so yeah honey i use quite a lot and i use a lot of almonds um, so yeah, it's my. What's been, what's, the, what's been the
1: greatest opportunity you've had since coming off Bake Off? Like, is there anyone you've recipe developed for or styled for? You say, oh wow, I've made, I've done this for Jamie Oliver or the Queen or something. Okay, maybe not the Queen, but someone someone that you've <laughs> been yet, a pinch yes. me moment.
2: <laughs> um, oh, that's a good one. I think do you know what it might even just be the people that I've met, like in the industry. So, like all the behind the scenes people, like all the other stylists that you just never see, like in the media, they're always kind of hidden. Just the people that I've met within the industry have been absolutely amazing. Um, Yeah, just to work with them. And I think I really do enjoy the kind of the behind the scenes stuff and what goes on unseen. So, it's been really good, kind of like just immersing myself in that world. That's been amazing.
1: And one of the things that really came out of your series of Bake Off was your. Relationship with Selassie, who was actually there was a hashtag around you which was hashtag Benjalassie, which was like Brangelina. And, and you didn't know about that, did you?
2: No, like I knew about the hashtag, but like, um, like watching it back with like family and friends and then like following Twitter, I was just kind of did not see it coming at all. So it was a bit of a oh, where did where did where did twitter get this from it was yeah it was very weird
1: and so i actually got a tweet i got a message from selassie to ask you <laughs> and he said did you really cry over cake benji <laughs> you might need to give that a little bit of context for people that don't know what what we're talking about
2: because <laughs> basically i just i cried a lot in that show and to be fair <laughs> a lot of it wasn't shown, which I'm so happy about. There were a lot of like secret, just like I would duck down behind like the benches and just cry. <laughs> it wasn't coming my right way.
1: Cause there must be so many cameras that you're just trying to hide yeah, from. If you're having a bad fun- moment.
2: I didn't always want to be the one that was crying. So I'd literally just duck down and have a cry and then, okay, get back up, go. But he would always like see me. So yeah, <laughs> I cried a lot in that tent.
1: And you it guys was, are still really close to the, like, you still hang out a lot to this day.
2: Yeah. We're all really good friends, which is great. It's Candice's wedding next week in France. Oh, so we're actually are you all going? All, yes. All of us are going down there next week. We're going to like stay in a massive villa together. Who's, so making, who's making the it, wedding cake? And, <laughs> well, we're actually all bringing some cake along with no, us. No, you're not. So like, yeah, 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 for real, for real. That so is everyone- so
1: cute. And then what, patching it all together to make one giant cake or are you just sampling each I'll other's just- cakes?
2: <laughs> we're doing like a cake table. So it's going to be, you know, everyone brings a bit to put on the table so that's going to be really, really cute, and looking
1: forward to that. See, I'm getting married next year, and I love that idea, but I wouldn't trust the people coming to my wedding to bake good cakes. So <laughs> no, you're
2: I don't a lot of baker friends on the ground. Uh, I don't
1: think on the on the on the wedding list, though. You know, there's not people that I think have the talent. So maybe I just need to invite the entire cast of Bake Off to my wedding to make cake, a cake table for me. <laughs> Out. <laughs> now one of the questions i got quite a lot when i was asking for, for questions about you was explaining the outfits so why do the contestants wear the same thing two days in a row because we know it's filmed over a weekend so do you have to wear the same clothes for every episode
2: a lot of people ask that question
1: like, <laughs> <laughs> do you shower <laughs>
2: But um, yeah, we we do shower <laughs> good between days, <laughs> and we do have like we don't have a choice, so we do have to wear the same clothes on the first day and the second day. And to be fair, I'm not—I don't think anyone's 100 percent sure why. But what we've kind of mm, ended on is that I think it just makes it easier for like editing purposes if you need to like I don't know.
1: Do you bring Do you bring spares? Like, what if you splash jam all over your top? Do you have a spare of that top to wear?
2: Get that? What I think I saw like chocolate or something, and I had to like wash it in the hotel sink. No, the
1: day. they don't even provide you with
2: laundry services. Oh, no, no, <laughs> You've got your sink and your your shampoo. For that. So there
1: you are, like running to Tesco trying to quickly buy some detergent, yeah, and you're scrubbing it, praying that it dries in time for tomorrow's episode.
2: Basically, yeah. So I mean, some people bought like two of the same top, but I mean, that's just long.
1: I love that. I see. I'd never thought about that, but that was one of the most popular questions about what clothes you guys wear. A lot of
2: people
1: ask that. And since you're my research, and I'm an expert researcher, just in case you didn't know, since you've done Bake Off, you've also set up um, the Sister Table Supper clubs. Do you want to tell us about that? Because I did. Follow, I do follow you on Instagram and see some beautiful pictures, but I haven't been to one of your supper clubs yet. So maybe you can tell our lovely listeners about your <laughs> supper clubs. Or brunch clubs yeah. even. Brunch clubs, right? Yeah,
2: they're brunch clubs. Oh, so Sister Table... Um, I set up with my actual sister. <laughs> oh. Uh, yes, yeah, so we're actually sisters. We're twins, actually. Twins? Um, I, I didn't know that. Yeah, oh, my God. That we're we're very a... unidentical.
1: And happy birthday for last week, by the way.
2: Thank you, thank you, thank you. Um, so, yeah, we set up the sister table, which is like a series of regular brunch clubs for women, which is probably why... Which is why I haven't
1: you. been. Uh, I got it. <laughs> I'll just get my wig out of the back, and then I will yeah, I will buy a ticket.
2: The, the yeah, <laughs> Um so yeah so they're regular bunch of women and I do like all the food we have different menus each month and my sister does like the branding like front of house things and it's just a nice time of like women to come and meet other women just to have some sort of sense of community and just enjoy each other's company over really good food um so yeah so they've been really really fun to do
1: and how often do you them once a month every two months
2: yeah so it's every month we took a little break over summer but we are back at the end of september um, so keep an eye on socials for the details.
1: Loving it, looking up the sisters' table. So star baker this week we kind of covered it already, but it was Rahul again two weeks in a row. How do you feel about a double a double star baker as in two weeks in a row? How do you feel about that?
2: I love Rahul and I'm glad he got it, but I think early on it's a lot of pressure to kind of keep that up, and two two in a row from like week week two and week three. You don't. I don't want him to peak too soon. I just hope he hasn't. You know. I hope that's not the best we've seen of him.
1: You just. Um, you, you bet he's going to win next week too. So you're you're piling the pressure on him.
2: <laughs> I know, but I just I just don't want him to like peak too soon and then just come crashing. I want him to pace himself.
1: Was there someone else you thought should have got Star Baker?
2: I think before the showstopper, I would have thought maybe Terry had a really good chance. <sighs> Oh, but Terry. that shows up it just, yeah, it just killed him, to be honest.
1: The weekly roller coaster of Terry. He was doing so well. And then everyone is using cake tins, which are, you know, manufactured to not stick to <laughs> anything. And he pulls out his terracotta.
2: Terracotta clutches.
1: <laughs> and then he goes, oh, yeah, use, use them at home. They work, they work perfectly. And then That's they complete... Everything. <laughs> I'm pretty sure terracotta is not a non-stick material. Just FYI, in case anybody is is baking in terracotta anytime soon. Do we think he's going to ever win Star Baker, though? Yeah, I, I,
2: think, he I, I think he will. I think
1: I think the like nation the, like, will melt like, down. I think it will be bigger than we if we ever ever won the World Cup. I think it will be bigger than that. When Terry
2: wins. When
1: Terry wins, I think it will be a national holiday. Like Innocent Smoothies tweeted, it will be a national holiday. See, I again thought dan dan's okay maybe not quite star baker but i just,
2: <laughs> I, just love dan. I just love
1: dan i'm gonna i'm gonna have to probably next episode i'm gonna calm myself from talking about dan unless he wins star baker but he did he did great again he's just so solid loving loving dan and if you guys listening thought there was a was a better star baker than dan or and someone we completely missed and weren't even looking at you can tweet us at hashtag beg of undressed or just tweet at me I'll just talk about it and I'll find it somewhere on Twitter if I'm stalking you really deeply. So what do you think about next week? Next week was desserts and I saw a lot of tempered chocolate, which I was scared by.
2: I am also very scared by the tempered chocolate. And in week four as well, that's really stepping it up. Oh, I don't know. Desserts are always hard because they've got to set and it's always really hot in the tent and there's just not enough time for it to set. So I think we're going to have a lot of disasters next week.
1: What was your favourite week when you were were doing it? What was your favourite week?
2: Do you know what? I think it was cake week, which was week one. One, because I love cake. That's just like my thing.
1: (laughs) Which, yeah, actually, prior to this call, we were just having a little rehearsal and we said, Benji, what did you have today to eat for breakfast? She said, oh, I just had cake. (laughs)
2: Cake? Yeah, I had just cake. had some cake that was
1: it really balanced yeah. diet i love that
2: cake was my favorite because yeah because i love cake and because i think it was just the first week and it was just everything was just new when you got to meet the judges and you were in the tent for the first time so a lot of good memories from the first week
1: and what uh what week did you go out on
2: week eight which was tudor week which tudor that is such a ridiculous cool. topic It's not a theme. It's not a theme. I don't know what it is, but it's not a theme. You got shafted.
1: That is, was it, did you, could you use no machines? It was all by hand.
2: No, we could, but it was just like marzipan and just stupid stuff. I just hated it. So you were,
1: you were livid. You got shafted there because there was a lot of anger about you going off. People were, people still tweet and like meme to this day that you, Selassie and Liam should still all of one bake off. Like the three of you. Should have. Yeah.
2: (laughs) I agree.
1: <laughs> you agree. You agree that you should have won Bake Off. What would you have done if you had one? Where do you think you, where do you think oh. you'd be today if you had one?
2: Do you know what? I'm, it's one of those things. Like you're glad that you didn't win. Oh really? And at the time, you want to go all the way, but hindsight is wonderful.
1: When you um, went in, had you said, "All right, if I get to week three and I'm out, I'm fine." But had you set yourself a goal of where you want it to get to?
2: I, think I wanted to at least get halfway. I was like, "Get to week five, halfway." not too bad people will still kind of remember you about.
1: <laughs> you might get a book deal maybe maybe not
2: maybe we'll see but um, i was like just get halfway get, halfway, get that, halfway
1: that was a that was a great and and who do you think's going to win win it this year
2: it's got to be raul it's got it's got to be
1: Do you think it's going to
2: be raul? Oh, i, I had every confidence in him
1: <laughs> if he wins it's going to be simply magic who won your year was it candice
2: yeah, yeah, it was, Candice
1: one. It was Candice, Candice, Candice. I got her name, her name wrong there. Well, thank you so much for joining us. It was an absolute pleasure to have someone with your expertise and knowledge on the podcast. It was about time we really had someone that had been in the tents, the, the tents, in the tent themselves and giving us all that insight. So it was absolutely great to have you on the show. And if you guys are listening and you you want to hear more about bake off then you can you can subscribe on apple Podcasts and you can give us a rating we had a great rating last week actually hopefully you guys enjoyed. this was from bobby two-step who gave us one star and he said is this some sort of joke i'm not the keenest <laughs> of bakers or the most knowledgeable foodie but these guys don't appear to know anything about baking it's a gcse podcast so thank you bobby if you guys could leave a review that's maybe a touch better than Bobby's, <laughs> that would be great because Bobby Bobby was not loving Bake Off Undress. And you can follow Benji, I forgot to ask, where can we follow you? So at Baked by Benji?
2: Yeah, Instagram and Twitter at Baked by Benji and the Sister Table at the Sister Table.
1: I mean, you have a website too with lots of recipes?
2: Yes, you can head to my blog, which is carrotandcrumb.com for all my recipes and food photos
1: Love it. Your photography is stunning. Even before you went on Bake Off when I was following you, which I feel like I'm quite proud that I was before Bake Off went on. It wasn't. That's I didn't great. just jump on the Benji hype train. I was already on the train before it got hyped. And the, the <laughs> photography is absolutely brilliant. So thank you again for joining us. If you guys want to join in, in the conversation with Bake Off Undress, just use hashtag Bake Off Undress. So you can follow me at Topless Baker. I'm on YouTube, on Instagram, on the Twitter sphere, on, on all that. All the things the kids are on. I'm there. And I'll see you guys next week for more Bake Off Undressed. Bye.
3: Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer.